We began last night this fascinating Meshach Chachma, which will be important to keep in mind, among other things, for this particular sensitive subtopic of the real or imagined taina some have that my parents didn't do anything for me or didn't do anything lately or didn't do enough, and therefore perhaps there's little or no chi of covered. So the Meshach Chachma, as we began last night, goes in the Pasuk Inves Chana the Assessor Dibris. And it says, Hashem. He wants to know why is it by the Dibbas Achrenus it says, Hashem. So we'll just start from the beginning. We've got a few lines in. Now, Rotson, Kiamra, Bishami, the Kibbutz, have you mitzvah kala? Easy to understand. The who, Kapriyas, Balchayv, Avortachasam, and Mazainam. As payback. And again, we are not Derish time in the crop. It's Exasakasav, but the ones that have an easier Svara, there's a danger of thinking, well, that wouldn't apply to me. They didn't do anything for me. They abandoned you. They gave you up. They didn't raise you. Or they did, but they did a, not a great job, in your opinion, which isn't always correct. Shem gave it tivoy, and it's a gzeyas akasav, as we'd say, for the Rabbanans, a low plug. Where? Where? You were in a surrounding, unknown temperature control, month falling, slow coming, uh, bare uh, supplying environment where there wasn't a whole lot left to do. Shasham lo yatari gadol avas begidol b'neim kiman hayyerim min hashemayim top line amayim ibeir basam islav aron yamagaz mabushem avachazay siva Hashem lachabed avichav yemecha kain tase l'der acharon. And you have to keep that in mind that every generation, even if in the particular case, either you don't think they did enough or anything at all, or that was the reality. The Chaim Beshabbos says it's Shabbos as well, and this is also an interesting svar. Shabbos Anyantiv is primarily for learning, for Yeruchnius, working hard during the week. It's a way to catch up on the learning. It's a very strong lotion. You shouldn't get too much in the Gashmias from the work week and the pursuit of money. So you have at least every seven days, then some Yemtevim as well. So therefore, you would have a Havamina. The person is Isaac all the time and learning. Muskalos as in Seichel. Who is involved in Ruchnias? So say he's sitting and learning. He's retired. That's La Ain Zemachuvin. He doesn't need Shabbos. Every day is Shabbos for him. L'chein Amar, also by Shabbos, Kashet Sivcha. Kam b'Shabbos, ta'av, shadar midbar, hayu aiskin b'tere tamid. Not working, had all their needs, and they were sitting and learning 40 years. K'mesha Amru. L'nidna tere ela l'ech le'mon. B'chazes huzru al ha-Shabbos. L'chein, l'nem razeh b'dibris v'shayna. So this Kashet Sivcha, both by Kibbutz Amen Shabbos, was not said in the first Dibris, it was said afterwards that now, proof that even though you just experienced not as much help, you didn't need so much help from your parents, and Shabbos was not that much different than any other day of the week, they're both exasikosov, kasher, sifcha, Hashem. So with that in mind, let's go to your second copy. We're going to go back to the Sefer Chassidim. Uh, the paragraph Shin Lama Zayin, we covered already. This was the Dhamma Benesina. We spent all of last week on that. The very next paragraph happens to be our next subtopic. So we're going to go back to it now in Shin Lamed Ches. And you have one there, Mati? You got... Uh, 
Shin Lamed Ches on page one in the Sefer Chesidim. Everything he is online in the Marmachemis. So if you're listening, you can look it up. If you lost our link, please let us know. Okay, this Shin Lamed Ches is surprising. Lots of Chidushim here. And again, I make the disclaimer, which sometimes gets me somewhere that uh, we're trying to learn the lessons about the achrayis and severity of kibbut of aim, not to apply in every specific situation yet, to just the least person should know, we should ask a shayla. Hav shahaya chaytevetzim. See, he builds this up slowly. Father was cutting wood. Chopping down wood without modern equipment is difficult work. If you ever chop down a tree, you have a swing an axe just to pick up the axe. You could be Charlie Horse if you're a uh, desk employee and a city dweller. So the father was cutting wood. Even if the son is learning and the father is getting older, weaker, whatever the case may be, and he needs to work, but he can't handle it. We Americans think that Social Security, pensions, IRAs, and the like and social programs were around forever, actually post uh, the Depression. So what did somebody do when they wanted to still eat? In the old days, they continued working. And if they couldn't, then there's keep it up aim. So here, even if the son is learning, if it's necessary, even though the father is not going to be learning in the interim, it's a Mitzvah Shepagufai, you got to, when necessary, close the Gemara and take care of it. If there's not enough money to hire somebody else and the father would prefer that, uh, then he could do that as well. If it's the occasional serving here and there, it might be a Mitzvah of here if he has to take over from 9 to 5. Uh, it might be better for him to uh, get somebody if he's learning. It'll be a Shus of both of them, but this is the Ikra Adim. Aval, step two. If the son knows that when the father has nothing to do, work has two mailas. Maila number one is it helps pay the bills. Maila number two is it keeps you gainfully occupied. Maila number is unless you practice your learning when you're young, like everybody here, if you all of a sudden retire at 65 or 70, it's unfortunate, it's an epoch. People who aren't holding learning or sometimes the who aren't used to learning all day. You could have um, golf, then shuffleboard. I don't know whether different, uh, if you're shape enough, tennis. It gets kind of boring after a while. Tysis, as you just found out, the Katsais, the Sivas, Abikivega, it never gets boring. Never. And you never finish. It could take uh, thousands of years. So uh, Ben Teira knows, and if uh, you can't learn all days, so you run around doing mitzvahs, and then you play some shuffleboard, if you like that type of stuff. So here we have a situation where the son, say the is giving direction. If the son knows that the father, when he's not working, he gets into trouble, can't insinuate that to his father, which somehow this is the Matthias. That's really bad. He's get the conversations. Sit around schmooze. I never knew what they were. I'm not tiny in these people. Just a little sad. You ever drive by an Ocean Parkway for all the people here from Flatbush, which is almost everybody, or Bar Park? Um, 
at those tables there with those chess things. You have all the uh, elderly uh, people sitting there. So if they go there for an hour a day, play some chess, mm, very nice, you relax, you deserve it, you worked hard. You stay there for 10 hours, schmoozing with your friends, I can imagine that it's not all chess and sometimes it's schmoozing. Schmoozing, unless you're very medactic with Chazar every day and Hochashmir is a Lushan, it's not a question of if, it's a question of when. And there's a table, there's a graph, just like an Excel to you how many minutes into the conversation there's going to be some Rechilas and Lushan Hara. It's not shy, how long can you talk about the weather? So if he knows that, now, if, if he physically can't handle it at all, he's going to get sick, so what are we going to do? But he's talking about where he just feels the father is having a little bit of a rough time. He wants to help him, so that's great. Unless when the father now takes off and retires, he's going to sit around schmoozing and talking Lush and Hara, or worse. So then it might not be such a good idea. If he's not Lush and Hara, it's going to be direct Machlekes, then I'll talk Lush and Hara about them afterwards. Again, assuming he's not going to get sick. That's fascinating. Is that you're really doing such a favor over here if uh, you're leaving him of some taxing physical job and then he's going to have an issue with his ruchnius. Next case. The son's working and the father says, you know what? I really um, want the nachas, want the schusim, why don't you go learn vani, echtav, eitzim, zalsugya. In Kedushin, if there's a family business and they need one person to manage it and the other can learn, who goes to learn? So if all things are equal, chayecha kaidman. If your son learns exponentially better, and echas or kamas, and asmodar, or namelis, then should send the son. If the father's clearly better, then the father goes. That's not a common case, but it does come up. Here, obviously the father doesn't feel he could do it, and he wants to send his son. See, he tells him to uh, go. Now here again, it's physically taxing, and the son feels a little funny. I'm going to go learn. I'm chopping down trees. You're 30 years my seniors. I'm going to go learn, and you're going to chop down trees. Again, assuming he's not going to get him sick, but it's a hard job. Whatever he's doing, he should follow his father's genuine offer. It's keep it up, it gives the father nachas. If I have my father take over in the forest and I sit and learn, it's going to look bad. People say, What are you doing? This, this is. No, guess. Have you seen the boys has these interesting things that. Come up, he says. That's um, a consideration. Chayv Sidim says, "Lamaisa, he wants you to learn." Even if it's not learning, he just says, "I don't want you to work so hard for other reasons." Now, if the father's going to work hard, he's sweating more. The son probably shouldn't give in. But if he has, doesn't the consideration doesn't have to be only learning? If this is the rutz of the father, gives him nachas, doesn't want him there. Yishma laviv. Uh, what is he going to do with the Bizayan? Keneged Abusha Yeschera Godel. Alamaisa. People are talking, the peanut gallery, nothing you could do. Maisa, you got to do what your father wants and you don't have to worry about it. Afilu, this last line is the most surprising. Afilu Ima'av Meskavin Levayish Espinoi. Laimar, to like point to people who shake it, Vani Terech. Look, I'm working so hard. Here, the son's working. He says, can you give me the axe? I want to take over. 
And son says, what do you want me to do? He says, either go learn, go do something else, I'll take over, nine to five. And the father's going to use it to point out to people, look, my son, he's lazing around and I'm working hard. Now, what's that all about? Sounds like the father uh, has an issue, as we'd say. So, yeah, clearly. Why would he want to? I feel him. I'm a scabble of Aisha's Now, that's why I said you can't coin this out of context or leave before we finish this uh, subset in the next few days. But Sevasinim is suggesting that uh, if this makes the father happy and you can handle it, and he's getting a rise out of showing how tough he is and compared to the new generation. I went to the school of hard knocks. People like talking like this, you know. When I was around the Depression, we sold apples in the corner. Nobody bought them, but we sold them. And now the kids, and he's telling him to go to be able to make that claim, which is ridiculous. So if it makes him happy and the son can handle the discomfort, then Lamaisa, keep it a is all about making him happy. So made him happy. Again, most people today would say it's ridiculous. The, the father needs a shrink, and uh, I'm not giving into this, and this is a terrorist activity. Let's say, this is black and white. Um, now, obviously, it will depend on how large the busha, and if the son can't function, it's getting him emotionally scarred long term, then it's going to be a different story, which we're going to discuss uh, case by case. But here, talking about it, it's a little uncomfortable and like, you can't really figure it out, but this is the father keeps telling him every day and he wants to talk like this. Okay. So, main key over here is if you could handle it. I would say this is a chiddish business with neighbor. The son's allowing him to almost make fun of him. Why isn't that live neighbor? Sim doesn't say. Sounds like if you can handle it, sticks and stones make my bones. Whatever you say about me doesn't make a difference. If he's really couldn't care less and his father gets a ride, he likes it, so I'm fine. I don't know how long it's going to go, but the line is pretty surprising. I would say already if you give in to that, it's live neighbor. No, he's saying the son knows that he's going to use it to say, quote, Look at this lazy generation. I'm working hard. That's like Lashon Har or Vatishemra. So apparently the case is where the father obviously is very needy in a certain department. He wants to show off how not lazy he is and he can only bring himself up by pushing others down. We usually call those very bad needs. We usually would say the father has issues. But if he's not suffering and he can handle it and he says, Todd, whatever makes you happy, so then there would be an Indian to do that. And this is crucial because this is, it's rare that the kid won't get bent out of shape. That's why Allah Lamaisa, I don't know if I would advise it because it's not going to be the same circumstance that Sefer Chassidim is talking about. But there are many, many, unfortunately, most people aren't perfect, there are many, many cases where there is a certain amount of um, lack of character refinement in everybody, and when the parents are showing it, and they're not being so nice to the kids, it's an Isayan. This is really what separates the men from the boys. It's an Isayan to keep keep it up aim, even though through the keep it up aim, what you're being asked to do, it's uncomfortable. And most people will be banging on the tail by now, no, that's abuse, you can't give into that. So the answer is, everything's abuse. Uh, the question is, uh, what level, and what are you paying for it, and what are you getting for it? I know many, many people who work. I don't even need examples. Who work, period. And they're not always the boss. And by the way, the boss takes just as much in terms of abuse. It's just that he's taking it from clients. 
and the underlings are taking it from the boss, sometimes, and clients. So why are people screaming? You can't, that's abuse. Well, he can't tell you what to do. He's, uh, and so I, people at, at work, they're made fun of, and they're, uh, why don't they leave? The answer is, they need a job. That everybody understands. When it comes to Mitzvah Dreyse, it says this, uh, it says this, no, we can't allow one moment, one inch of anything that I can interpret that might be hurting my self-esteem. That's what we have to work on. That's the point of the Seva Sidim over here. At least put the Kibbut of Aim on the pedestal. And again, if it's severe abuse, he's a Russian. The Ramah says no Chiv Kibbut. The Machabah says there is, but if he can't function, even the Machabah will be Mekel. We're not talking about that. We're talking about what I find bandied around as every little remark and every little mistake in the child rearing and the relationship is uh, termed abuse and you don't have to talk to your parents anymore and you can dump them and scream back and do whatever you have to do. And that's completely out of control. That's what the Sevech Sidim say. It's clearly not true. This is a severe case. So we say, how can it be? The answer is, in my example, from work. People, there's no portion. Of course, I'm going to handle this. I need my job. And my is paying me nicely. They're just, he's a little abusive. Okay. People are willing to look the other way. Gives me a nice paycheck. He has other milers. They say nice things about their boss. To him, for sure, and to others even. They want it over her. They manage to keep the relationship. They smile. Wish him a happy birthday. You know, they understand this is important. So keep it up aim is also important. That's what we have to... And this is an Achilles heel in today's society. They're, again, they're, I'm not... Over the next few days, there are some from therapists, some benetera, and really uh, um, good hashkafas and have their head on straight. And they do wonders with this. And so, sometimes it's a call. And they're shaylus. And sometimes... They're not because they can't handle the relationship. There are many examples with therapists who are not with the program. Certainly, if they don't not machshiv, they're not full, they're not machshiv, keep it up aim, and things like that. They don't understand what his chayvus this is. And the first thing I do when I get a lot of these shaylus is I, I use this analogy with the work, and they say that's different. Why is different? Because that's something you have to do. Like uh, hello, <laughs> something you have to do, as opposed to this, which is just like a homer. So you have to first be machshiv. Whenever you're looking for coolers not to do something, you've got to first be machshiv what you're looking at to be able to understand what the stakes are. And once you know that, you'll be able, if you well, for people to fall apart, you'll hopefully be able to get to a point where you can overlook certain things, which you have to do in every relationship. This is true in a marriage also. And for some reason, people understand, I hope, well, that's also a Marcus Medina, unfortunately, but people should understand that your spouse might not be perfect yet and there's certain things that are said and done which um, are not proper. You don't say, I'm getting out tomorrow. There are people who do that, but that's also a makas medina, it's a disease in the society. You, can't, it's, you have to work on things. So just walking away and turning off the relationship is, again, sometimes warranted, a little more rare than I am seeing it uh, being called in by the people either dealing with them wrong problem in deciding or getting bad advice from other people. Again, it doesn't mean that it's always not correct. With that introduction, I received an email a while ago from one of our listeners. I'm not going to mention his name because as it is, I'm going to just say over part of the cases that he sent in. I don't want to say his name because I don't want any of the patients to think it's them. If I say his name, obviously we're going to increase the chances, but 
this is a, a good therapist, a Bentera, a real Shiva man who wants to do the right thing, and he actually asked me some of these shailas. Um, we had a long discussion in person, and um, he sent me some of it as follow-up. There are hundreds of these. We'll probably get. I have three of them. We're going to work on tonight and tomorrow night, and there'll be others, I'm sure, over the next few months as we continue with the sugya. So, if uh, anybody's listening and it sounds familiar uh, to them, it's not you, and. I think the three cases he sent are, will cover a lot of uh, similar cases as well. So let's begin just the first one. We only have a few minutes. Case number one. Much of the, I'm not going to read the whole thing because I don't want to give too many chemists. Much of the trauma that this patient describes revolves around his father. Form from a Shabih. What he describes, it seems that his father created a climate of aggression and self-centeredness in the house, which is either Metzi Shem or Lashon Har. If it's true, it's Lashon Har. We're trying to get to the Kibbutz of Aim application, so let's assume it's true. His father often abused his mother, who left him a few times. Obviously, there were issues, and he emotionally abused his children, specifically this young man for many, many years. So this is, obviously, this is going to a therapist who works in this type of uh, field with these types of cases. So this is not going to be, can you take the day off? I want to tell people that you're more lazy than I am and I grew up in the Great Depression. This is going to be more severe. Types of abuse would range. Okay, some of this is physical abuse, actually. Would range from pushing family members against the wall. That's already, sounds like a real... Uh, needs the Yeshua to making fun of their appearances, their abilities, and their potential. This is a lot more severe than Sefer Chassidim's case. You take a young, impressionable child who's trying to come onto his own, and we need more self-esteem in this generation. Again, is it overdone? Sometimes we spoke about that. Yes, but we certainly need it, and they need it in every generation. And from the get-go, making fun of their appearance and their imagine a teenager making fun of their appearance, their abilities, their potential. And um, he, uh, this particular young man, got it more than others. This man died a few years ago. Father died. My client will not name a child after him. Get back to that in a moment. Uh, a number of issues over here. I'm curious, as the therapist asking, what the terror perspective would be if this man was still alive regarding his son's obligation to have a relationship with him, as well as now that he is dead. Is it different? Some of his older siblings have named after him, which is interesting to their credit, even though they all grew up in the same pretty violent, non-functioning environment. And this has created conflict among the siblings because the ones that don't are very militant about it. It appears that he was more abusive to his younger children, specifically the boys and their older daughters, hence the divide in the family. So the first comment, since we're almost out of time, before we get to the keep out of aim aspect, is that there's an Indian not to name after Rishayim. I'm not saying this guy is a Russia. Mahabra again holds the Indian, keep it up aim, Bechayim Achamosa for a Russia. I'm not saying he's a Russia. It sounds like a person with obviously many issues. And it's a Rishus to push somebody against the wall, make fun of them, and kill their self esteem. It, it could be he would just had some of the issues. He wasn't a Russia, he was just a Nebuch. I don't know who we're talking about. But that just pushes the question to name after somebody who had emotional issues is also not so pushing. There's a certain connection to the name. On the other hand, naming after a parent who's deceased, a grandparent is like pretty front and center and keep it up aim and certainly expected. 
which is why there's a divide in the family already. Uh, obviously, this fellow can't bring himself to do it because he's going to think about him every time he calls his son, and there's a lot of emotional baggage, which Mr. Shem we're going to pick up tomorrow night.